Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at the future of precious metals investing. My guest in this episode is Ken Lewis. Ken is a results-oriented professional with more than 25 years of leadership experience across a broad range of retail and technology organizations, many of which are in the Fortune 500. He's currently serving as Chief Executive Officer at Apmex, the largest precious metals retailer in North America, where his strategic and operational changes have resulted in growing both the top and bottom lines of the organization. Ken's foresight and forward thinking have brought many improvements to the online retail experience at Appmix, and it's the same innovative spirit which inspired the One Gold vision to provide customers the first ever online marketplace with the best digital precious metals products available today. If you're interested in joining our investors group, you can go to cashflowninja.com forward slash investors group and fill out an application form and or email me at info at cashflowninja.com to start the discussion and to see if you're a good fit for our group. And if you're in the Philadelphia, Bucks County and Southern New Jersey area, we are hosting a live investors meetup event every month in Newtown, Pennsylvania. For more information on the monthly event and information on how to join us at our next live event, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash events. MC Lobshire, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cashflow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Ken, welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah, no problem. Um, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, of all places, Went to Georgia Tech, came out as, believe it or not, an accountant, an accountant, and um, was lucky enough to work for some great companies, Office Depot, Microsoft, Home Depot, uh, before joining uh, Atmex, American Precious Metals Exchange. So most of my career has been, um, you know, working up through the ranks in larger companies until recently. Uh, I, my background primarily is in operations and strategic planning. Um, trying to implement key projects that have a material impact on the P&L or on service levels to the customers. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about me in the background. Most recently, I joined Atmex about seven, a little over seven years ago. been CEO for about three and a half years now. Uh, been a great journey here, came in running operations, and gradually over time, I've taken on additional responsibility. Uh, it seems like each year I've been here. So uh, that's a little bit about me. Fantastic. And uh, today our uh, conversation is going to revolve around gold. Can you please share a little bit more information about where gold is at, uh, where precious metals are? 
um, because all markets are cyclical. Uh, There's asset cycles, market cycles, um, uh, however you want to refer to it. Could you share a little bit more about where, where gold is at and your case for gold? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, first and foremost, you know, as a company, we try not to give financial advice, but I'll be able to quote with, with you some statistics for your listeners that might be of interest. You know, gold tends to run in 10-year cycles. Um, and, and when you go back and look on history, um, it's it has ups and downs, just like any investment does. Um, we like to believe that gold is a, is a great hedge. It's, it's one of those things that um, a wise investor will have a diversification strategy, and why would gold not be a part of that strategy? Um, the data seems to support it as a viable option. As many people know, gold's gone back you know thousands of years in terms of its its use um, in, in in people's day to day lives, and and so we've kind of we've kind of been trying to educate consumers on just why not have gold as in your portfolio, and then what gold you own. We can go into that later, but uh, there's a lot of options in how to get into gold ownership. But it's more importantly to have some exposure to it. And you know, when we look at it today, gold's kind of starting to have a rise. In the last last 30 days, it's had a tremendous performance. Uh, when you look at the equities market, uh, I've got some stats here I can give you. The equities market in the last 30 days are down about 2%, while gold's up 3.45. If you look at the equities market, I'm, using, I'm quoting the S&P 500, by the way. You look at the 90-day trend on the S&P, it's down 6%, while gold's up 6%. So it's, uh, it's one of those things where when you're looking for a hedge in your investments and you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket, we think it's a, we think it's a viable option for people. And, you know, we sometimes like to go back to 2008 when we all know what happened to the markets back then. And exactly that inverse relationship also happened with gold. Gold was actually up um, when then the equities, equities markets were down a significant amount. So it's just a natural hedge for people. Yeah, uh, it's it's looked upon as as a, a wealth insurance, right? A, to, right. A, as part of an overall por- a portfolio. What are some of the reasons? Do you think for the rise uh, currently? Is it uh, you know? Is it because of the volatility? Is there a little bit of uncertainty in markets? We've obviously got uh, a lot of things happening in the global economy, and then also here right. in the U.S. with uh, you know the 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 quote unquote trade wars that we're looking at with China. Right. I mean, and it's funny, you know, I've listened to many analyst statements on what drives the price of gold. And, and I think what most analysts will tell you is every time they think they're onto something, you know, it, it does a, it does a curve on them. Um, but, but, but recent trends, I think why you're seeing gold kind of recover is because, well, a couple of things. One, the dollar is not quite as strong as it was. And that's something sometimes you see a direct correlation when, when the dollar is strong, gold tends to underperform and, and vice versa. So that's one thing you have going for you. The equities markets and the, and the challenges the equities markets are having right now clearly uh, is pushing uh, interest into gold. Um, and, then, and then you look at the world events. I think you look at the growth um, of some of the, the international countries, China, Germany, and others that are starting to see a little bit of a slowing there. Um, you hear about the trade wars. Um, geopolitical events seem to be nonstop. And I think safe haven investments like gold tend to become more in vogue when those types of dynamics are occurring. Now, you mentioned a number of ways for people to invest in gold. Can you share a little bit more information about that? And what is the, from a psychological standpoint, what's the psychology? Because it seems to be, there There seems to be a little bit of a barrier for folks to uh, to, to jump into this, this asset clause. 
You know, I think I think a lot of people associate gold with uh, the conspiracy theorist, you know, the person who doesn't trust the U.S. government or doesn't trust the the financial systems. And and it kind of has a negative connotation to it. You know, the prepper type mentality, if you will. Um, I can tell you assurably why collar investors are turning to gold left and right. They see it as um, just another option to have in their portfolio. Uh, and a lot of people, honestly, the dollars are primarily in things like GLD, which is an ETF where you can uh, buy in, buy into the ETF and have a position just like any other stock and you can get out of the position as well. We particularly, we, f- we focus on physical. Uh, there are individuals out there that would rather have some physical assets under uh, their lock and key, if you will, in their homes, which we can support that through Atmex. And then we've also launched a product called uh, OneGold, which is kind of on the crypto side. And when I say the crypto side, the user interface is what many people are seeing with crypto. It's very easy. It's self-explanatory. You can link to your bank account, but you can then take a position in gold. And more importantly, you know that the gold is always there physically backing what you've invested in. And so it's something we've had really nice adoption rate. I think we're over 800 customers. We've only launched the product eight, uh, eight weeks ago. Um, so it's starting to gain some traction because, frankly, people control their own destiny. They're not relying on a financial advisor. Uh, they're not relying on on, um, on 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 going out and physically having to hold it in their home. They're able to do it at their fingertips. And, frankly, they're able to buy and sell on a moment's notice and at any increment they want. It could be a dollar. It could be a $1,000. Or we even had a $100,000 transaction just recently where people could take a position like that very easy and very conveniently. And this is an online platform that they can log in set or set up an account, log in, uh, link their bank account, and then do that um, and, and purchase and invest in gold. Um, where is the, the, the physical gold? Are these in vaults across the, uh, across the globe? It's a great question. And, and, you know, again, for those that are considering gold, we ask you to do your research. Um, a lot of times what you're looking at there with ETFs is you want to know that there's an asset 100% backing the product. It's one of the challenges of cryptos. Cryptos doesn't have an underlying asset. You're really gambling when you're buying a lot of different cryptos. With OneGold, the way it works is we actually take a physical position. OneGold takes a physical physical position actually at the Royal Canadian Mint up in Canada. When we take that position, they actually write it to a blockchain. So all of the inventory is housed, if you will, on a blockchain. And then from there, we assign ownership to customers as they transact on our website. Um, so that's that's the backbones behind it. We, we think having a, a blockchain environment provides protection to the customer. Uh, the main thing being is that if you ever become concerned about one gold and whether we're being transparent, you could actually access the blockchain directly yourself and see that your balance ties to exactly what one gold is showing you. Uh, and then having the Royal Canadian Mint, the government of Canada, if you will, standing behind the investment, you don't have to have the worries that you would if it was sitting in basically a private vault or or being managed by somebody that's not quite as reputable as as the Royal Canadian Mint. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. Dave and his team at The Real Asset Investor have syndicated many successful real estate and ATM projects over the last decade. Now his team has an exclusive opportunity for investors in the coal space. Do you want to be part of an energy project that takes conventional coal and cleans it up 
by extracting liquids while releasing almost zero emissions, the sale of these liquids can produce strong double-digit cash flow and aggressive tax benefits against ordinary income, all while using America's number one most plentiful resource in a responsible, efficient manner. Now that's non-conventional. For more information on this exclusive opportunity, you can visit therealassetinvestor.com or contact the Real Asset Investor team at info at therealassetinvestor.com. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is the show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Uh, now, what are some of the minimums for folks to get started if they log on uh, to this platform to start uh, taking positions in gold? You know, it's literally a dollar. I mean, we, we've made this to where it's three decimals. Um, you, can, you can invest, um, you know, any, any dollar amount you want. Um, we also made it where you can do recurring investments, which is actually becoming very popular. We're seeing where people buy a $25 gold position uh, once a week and they just set it up on repeat cycle, if you will. Um, so it's, it's very flexible. It's a very easy user interface. Um, you don't have to link your bank account. That's an option for consumers. You can also pay with credit card. You can pay with a check if you so choose. You can actually use Bitcoin if you want to, to, take, uh, to use as your payment method. So it's, it's meant to take multiple payment methods, allow you to deal in any transaction size that you choose, buy silver, because some would argue silver might have a little more upside right now in the marketplace. You could take a position silver, and, and as we all know, if you wanted to have silver in your home, it would take up a significant amount of space depending on uh, the dollar position you'd want to take. So it's also very good in that regard. So your platform uh, uses the blockchain te- technology for phys- physical me- metals. Um, what are some of the other th- things uh, that investors can do to generate passive income with precious metals? You know, it's, uh, there, are, there are other options out there, not so much through one gold. Some individuals like to invest in what they call rare coins or coins that uh, do not have a large circulation or a large population. And the reason why they do that is they're taking a position in metal, but they're also taking a position in the premium. They're assuming the premium is going to go up over time. And it's a, an interesting strategy. And on, on Atmex.com, we have over 20,000 products. Many of those are unique. They're, they're low mintage, if you will. And they have a potential to be worth significantly more over time just because of their limited vintage. So it is another way, if you want to hedge even the metal investment, you can look at certain products that might have a premium appreciation, uh, and that may fit for some people's strategies as well. Okay. So these are all different types of strategies for uh, folks just looking to get into gold and start investing in gold just as a hedge or as I call it, wealth insurance. Uh, yeah. the, the one gold platform is one just backed by solid gold, but then you obviously have different types of products uh, for other strategies on there. Correct. And, you know, we, we like to look at it as, as, as wealth preservation, kind of what you're mentioning. 
Um, and a lot of times our customers are redistributing, if you will, their assets and taking the proper strategy based upon uh, their life cycle and where they're at in their overall investment cycle. And, and we find that products like One Gold or even physical uh, do allow you to adjust your position. People start to think about things like inheritance down the road, uh, wealth preservation and on. And we think it actually just it fits into the portfolio strategy, just like real, real estate or, or other things. And, you know, it's funny, one of the stats we like to we like to quote, and if you go back and I can actually send this data or you can make it available to your listeners. But if you go back to the year 2000 and you invested $100 in gold, and in 2018, what would it be worth? Believe it or not, it's the second best performing asset over the 18 years. The only one beating it is real estate. Wow. So, so you know, if you take a long-term horizon and you think about it from a from a, a long-term standpoint, you tend to it tends to work out pretty well for those who take that type of position. What percentage of a portfolio would be recommended to hold in precious metals and gold? You know, I, I've I've read a lot of different articles on it. Five to ten percent tends to be the recommendation. I'm personally sitting at about seven percent. Uh, I think somewhere in that five to ten range, and I frankly think that five to ten depends on what your strategies are. If you're wanting a more conservative approach, I've got probably a disproportionate amount of my investment sitting in cash, as an example, just because I, I'm trying to preserve my wealth a little bit uh, based upon where I'm at in my life cycle. So I think the range is five to ten when you when you go out and do some research on the web. Um, and again, 10 might be somebody at one stage of their, of their lives and five might be somebody at another. So, um, but definitely it's something to give some thought to. And, you know, if you're going to look at bonds or you're going to look at having a cash position or a number of other type of investment options, it's just kind of, where does that fit within your overall strategy? Right. Absolutely. What is, uh, an outlook for gold and silver in 2019? Where do you think the markets are headed? There's a lot of positive um, readings out there right now. I'd encourage your leaders to just do a search for that out on the line. I actually have a, an analyst report sitting right here in front of me uh, from a company that provides information to the World Gold Council. And, you know, they're very positive. They're, they're especially positive on gold and silver. They're actually a little bit more positive on silver right now uh, than gold. But their, their predictions right now are, are saying for a, a really a robust 19 Specifically in the back half of the year is where a lot of people are are are, are pinpointing the potential increase in in pricing, and a lot of that kind of you know is going to really be very dependent upon a lot of different factors. You know, depending on interest rates. You know, if they continue to raise interest rates, that could actually be a negative potentially for gold. We think uh, we think they're moderating that. They're not necessarily looking at it as aggressive strategy there as they originally were. Uh, geopolitical events can have a big impact on this. The value of the dollar. So no one knows for certain, but generally most analyst reports I'm reading are predicting a five to ten percent increase in value over the next uh, twelve months. But again, it all depends upon who you read, right? Absolutely. Now, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying? What skill sets are you currently learning? You know, a lot of what I focus on, being a relatively young CEO, three three and a half years, is really focused on team building and, and how to work as a cohesive team and, and how to have self-accountability and, and how to make sure we're all collaborating um, you know, together to, to have one overall goal. So most of my focus in the more recent times have been really around, around that. I, I find some of the Patrick uh, Liccioni uh, readings are very helpful to me five dysfunctions of a team and, and there's other examples out there just trying to make sure you know we as a company we operate as one and we offer our customers the best experience they possibly can have and so that's been where my personal development has been focused over the last probably 12 to 18 months
Kenan, as an investor, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned uh, in your career that you can share with the listeners? You know, and just me personally, I, I kind of grew up in what I'll call uh, maybe a more of a impoverished pover, type environment. Didn't really have a lot uh, growing up. Um, and uh, single mom, you know, never made more than 15000 a year type deal. So we were always kind of, you know, hand to mouth, if you will. And as I've become more successful, and I learned this when I was relatively young, I, I, I believe in not carrying debt. Uh, I, you know, a mortgage is about the only thing I think is an exception. But in general, credit card debt is, I think, one of the worst things anybody could have. Uh, and then trying to live within your means, you know, trying to make sure if, if you can't afford to pay cash or if you can't uh, afford to take advantage of a zero interest rate type loan or something very, very low, then you probably shouldn't be making the purchase. Um, so be smart, live within your means. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses type concept. Unfortunately, too many people in today's times, they're, they're always trying to chase the the next shiny thing. And I think those that tend to do better, better long-term are more pragmatic and, and they really put more thought into, you know, into what they're doing. I've always had a view that, you know, if you're thinking about making a buy, sleep on it, take a day or two, give yourself time. Don't make an emotional decision, if you will. Um, I think you find that you, you, you probably will reconsider some of those decisions and, and maybe go a different direction if you just give it a little bit more time. Yeah, because if the buy was really going to be uh, such a great position, it should still be the same great position and uh, as part of your strategy one or two days later, right? No doubt about it. And, and you know, I've always tell my kids, you know, I, uh, I have three children and, and I tried to encourage them to save. And the way I did that is I, I basically matched every dollar they put in the savings I matched. What I didn't tell them was uh, I wasn't, I wasn't going to let them pull the funds out per se, <laughs> right? Uh, and where I'm getting to is, is, those they had to think about that decision. They had to think, is that really in my best interest? What what better way to get double your money than than doing what dad's proposing? And and what that's turned into is a long-term view and the compounding interest impacts and the and thinking about just you know everything you're doing, how that impacts you in the long term. If you can keep that perspective, I think you tend to you tend to find you make the right decision. And, and these these short-term quick decisions are ones that uh, can be avoided if you just take your time. Absolutely. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset of values and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Wow. Uh, three principles. Um, I think I kind of hit on some a little bit. Um, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would say, uh, you know, take your time, you know, at all times, you know, be considerate of others, no matter what their position is, um, no matter what level they are in a company, no matter what their background is, always be considerate and, and attempt to be a listener first whenever you can. Because um, if you listen, I think you tend to find that you become more, um, more knowledgeable and, and you tend to be able to have the right interactions where if you're pushing your own agenda, you tend to find that you run into some roadblocks along the way. So be a good listener, take your time, um, and, and, you know, try to be considered to others, be, be some of my, uh, my words of wisdom. And thank you for sharing that. Uh, Ken, where can listeners learn more about you, uh, your companies, the platform, One Gold, and where can they stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Yeah, I mean, we, we have a really strong presence in social media, both One Gold and you know, O-N-E-G-O-L-D.com, as well as Atmex, A-P-M-E-X.com. Um, that's where they could check it out. And, and in case they're ever wondering, you know, who they're doing business with, 
Um, we were the 45th largest internet retailer in the year 2017. Um, we actually uh, do a little over a billion dollars a year in sales. We have over a million customers. We do over 600,000 orders a year. So, you know, when you're looking to, to who to do business with, if you decide you want to get into the space, um, definitely make sure that it's the right partner. And we think we've earned that over time and hopefully we'll be given that chance. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This has been a loss connecting. Thank you, sir. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.